right. I can't wait to make fun of uh, Chase's mac and cheese. So, <laughs> ready for that. that shit was fucking terrible. <laughs> All right. Well, hey, let's. Uh... <laughs> All right. <laughs> Welcome to $2 Steak, a pro wrestling podcast. I'm your host, Aaron Varnum. Joining me today, as always, Tolbert. Present. Hey, Varnum, look, I found it. I knew it was in here. Oh, we'll talk about that in a second. (laughs) I just found it. I I knew that it would be in there. We'll talk about what you you just showed us. I'm very, I'm very excited and I'm present. Thank you. And I might have you read that for us in a little bit. Uh, Big Mike. Yep, I'm here. And Cookie. It's me. It's me. It's C-O-O-K. Me. I don't know. I-E. I-E. Yeah. Well, I didn't know if it was going to fit. With C-O-O-K-I-E. The, I-E. Okay. I'm going to use that from now on. There yeah, we go. It's me. It's me. Uh, Cookie. This past week was Thanksgiving. A giving of thanks for all of us. We, we got to celebrate with family, various things. Cookie. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You get to kick this off. Uh, how was your Thanksgiving? Your first one, not in North Carolina. No, no. So, you know what we did um, as a unit? You know, me, my girlfriend, and my roommate, we all cooked Thanksgiving dinner. Um, I was in charge of the ham, the honey ham. Came out great. D- Diane you, was in charge. Go ahead. I, I would like, did you actually just, It was, was it one that you, you just heated up? Or was it one that you actually made the glaze and then put the glaze on the thing? Uh, well, I mean, I, I heated it up, but I mean, I was last <laughs> to the party, so. Okay, okay. But so, it came out good. All you did was heat it up and then put the uh, aforementioned glaze upon it. Yes, yes. Okay. Yes. Um, <laughs> uh, let's see here. Diane was in charge of the stuffing and the turkey. Both of those came out great. Uh, let's see here. What else did we have? Uh, we had green beans. We had succotash, which I was in charge of. Came out great. What, uh, what, what goes into your succotash cookie? Uh, besides like fat back or like, you know, you know, you know what I'm talking about? You know what yeah, fat yeah, back yeah, is, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. Can you, you get fat back in Colorado? Huh? Well, you know, I put bacon in it. Close enough. Okay. <laughs> same thing. <laughs> same thing. You can't no. find fat back here. I you mean, can't it's find a less shit. fatty, uh, uh, pork product but i'm saying if i was home that's what i would put in okay okay if i were home yes um it was sufferable i said did the succotash suffer at all oh no it did not it was not suffering it was not suffering (laughs) but i love that reference (laughs) thank you sylvester anywho (laughs) um and then our friend chase was in charge of the mac and cheese okay okay aaron I, I we we know that Chase Chase is is a good person. A, he's a, he's yes, their Mike. pet. He's their it, pet. Their pet Chase. Why, uh, being a Caucasian, did you allow him to make the macaroni and cheese? Because he said he took this recipe from a black man back home. That's why. <laughs> That's what he said. Wait a minute. Like, like he physically stole this from a black man back home. <laughs> he physically took the recipe from a black man back home in Delaware. In Delaware. 
Let's clarify. In Delaware. Delaware. So so not a Southern black man. Okay. This is not a Southern black man. So now I'm curious about the black man because the macaroni and cheese was sweet. Has anyone ever oh, had sweet no, he used uh, he used like condensed like sweetened condensed milk instead of um, evaporated milk, probably. Exactly. Condensed God. milk. It was condensed fucking milk. That's what made it fucking sweet. What a fucking idiot. I've never seen it before. I had it. sweet cheese. It was sweet fucking cheese. <laughs> sweet. <laughs> uh, <laughs> anybody got an answer? For Honestly, that? and that's anybody? like, that's like it. I mean, it's it's pretty hard to mess that up because you can just read the labels, and there's no coming back from that either. It's not like you can no. just dump a bunch of salt in it. Um, no, I tried. It didn't work. Did you uh, did you yell at him for like trying to culturally appropriate what you felt was important to you? I yelled at him and I told him to give me the number of the black man so I can yell at him as well. <laughs> You're gonna take his black card cookie. <laughs> You're gonna revoke it. Let me ask y'all something. Actually, let me ask Tolbert. Tolbert is the chef of, chef of the crew. Do you put cream of mushroom and macaroni and cheese? No. Why? Because it doesn't go in macaroni and cheese. What do you put in your macaroni and cheese, Tolbert? Um, if you were making it, butter, milk, <laughs> cheese, and uh, that's about it. A little seasoning, a little love. You can, uh, if you're love. trying to make it creamy, you can put a little sour cream in there too. Oh, okay. See, sour I can cream. see sour cream above. I don't want to be picking out chunks of fucking mushrooms from my macaroni and cheese. Exactly. This this sounds like an abomination of Did any. He put that in there attempt. too, or do you do that cookie? No, he he put the cream of mushroom in there. What so. the fuck? I, 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 that's I why need to I call Derek. I need to. Derek needs to be called and told about this. I had to ask my my white friends. I had to ask you guys, what the fuck is going on with this? Is this just me? Nah, don't don't put that on us. That that's because you you let a kid who. Who uh, you know is essentially your child and pet? <laughs> try to make something, and he clearly can't read. Um, I don't know, man. That's that's a that's awful. So yes, the sweet mushroom macaroni and cheese abomination. Was there cheese in it at least? Was it what? Was there actual cheese in it? Uh, he put a lot, all kinds of cheese that you can think of. He put it fucking in it. Cheddar. He put. Excuse me, cheddar, Monterey Jack, uh, and two mistake. other cheeses I can't think of right now. Classic mistake. See, the key to good macaroni and cheese is not more cheese. You stick with a single cheese. <laughs> the key is cream and butter and fats. You need it creamy, but you stick with the single cheese. Otherwise, they separate and you just get an oily mess. You want a creamy uh, single cheese sauce is what you want. How mm. much of this macaroni and cheese did you end up eating, Cookie? Well, see, Aaron, it looked good coming out. So I got this much. And you can't put like let it waste, you know? I can't. So I ate about that much of it and then threw the rest of it away. Oh, my God. Cookie, um, th this macaroni and cheese made yes. by Chase, yes. did you let him know immediately that it tasted like dog shit? I said, why is this shit sweet? <laughs> that was the first thing I said. I said, why is the shit sweet? That's like the first thing sweet. that came out of your mouth? Yes. Cookie, did you, uh, Wait a minute. Did you rub his nose in it? 
figuratively did by leaving the tray in the refrigerator and not touching it. <laughs> Mike, you sound sick. Jesus. Yeah, no, that's, that's part of my Thanksgiving story. Yeah. Uh, great. Great. <clears throat> I'm glad you didn't come to uh, WrestleCade with us. Uh, Cookie, I, I am sorry for my for my race to your race. Uh, I apologize for what transgressed over uh, a 24 hour period at your apartment in, in Colorado and cookie. I deeply, deeply, sincerely apologize for that terrible Mac and cheese. We will make you Mac and cheese. Uh, when you come back into town, Tolbert will be in charge of it. Maybe Mike, Mike could also do Mac and cheese. That is not bad. Thank God. No, Aaron, let me ask you this. Can you, can you talk to Derek? Can you ask him about this and then get back to me? Cause I'm really curious. Yeah. So what I'll do this, <laughs> what I'll do this week is I'll tell Derek to listen to the podcast. He is, uh, he is not on the road right now and he's a part of my story. I get the, I, I hung out a lot with Derek this week, uh, but I will, I will ask him to rate this Mac and cheese and uh, hopefully I can get like maybe a recorded segment or we can call him next uh, Sunday to, uh, Tell us about yes. how awful that mac and cheese sounds. I like it. Uh, Mike, tell me about your Thanksgiving. Yeah, so um, like I said, my parents, last week, my parents are in town helping us work on the house. Um, we did actually do some more work on the house. Uh, finished painting, swapped out hardware in the kitchen. I did some yard work. Um, but the really the terrible thing about our Thanksgiving is Elliot brought back something from school mm. and so it, it started with just that classic like kid gunky right that, that the sinus and the coffin and uh it quickly got around the house and then for the last week we've all been like just hacking up lungs but it's like that productive cough that like you get the junk out and you either have a choice to either spit it or swallow it um and so that's what we've been dealing with. Everybody's been hacking up along. Um, and so it's not really the best thing in the world. And then uh, I worked on Thanksgiving Day. That was real fun. Um, but otherwise, just healing up and uh, enjoying time with the family. Mike, uh, have you taken a COVID test? Uh, no, because it's not COVID. But, but do you know that for sure? Well, one, it's a productive cough. So that definitely tells us it's more just kind of respiratory infection okay um two i'm double vaccinated i got the natural vaccine a couple weeks ago so literally not covid okay I, i'm just saying i can okay. tell you it's not and I, so I i have not had a reason to take it okay all right i i i i almost caught your cookie um i know i see that yeah no i, I do my pre-shift screens for work and like never had a fever or any of the other like GI symptoms, inflammatory issues that are associated with COVID. So you can pretty much just chalk it up to being a respiratory infection kind of thing, which sucks because they take like a week or two to get over. All right. Well, well, thank you. Uh, our, your thoughts, our thoughts and prayers are with These you. We'll uh, see you in two weeks, Mike. It's come up. It just like comes up out of the lungs. Yeah. So mm -hmm. we obviously we are all virtual today for the podcast. Um, Tolbert, uh, I spent a good, uh, we will say 14 hours with you yesterday. Highway run, baby. 
highway run. We're not going to talk about that yet. That's going to be the the main yes. portion of this week's episode. Uh, before we get to that, Tobert, tell me about your Thanksgiving. Oh, it was it was very pleasant. Went to uh, Hope Mills, Fayetteville area. Spent some time with family. My brother and sister in law and niece were up from Atlanta. Don't get to see them too often, but it was very low key. Ate a lot of food, ate some oysters, did some ribs, did the classic Thanksgiving dinner, uh, drank a lot, and smoked a lot, and <laughs> ate desserts, meats. and took naps. It was it was the exact Thanksgiving I wanted. My wife did not go into labor during Thanksgiving, uh, so it was good. It was very productive. So did you appreciate this as the calm before the storm? Very much so. I thought you were going to go more into. To I don't know. I, I don't know where to go with that. But <laughs> yes, <laughs> I guess you could say it's a calm before the storm. Uh, I'm still stressed because I don't know when this baby's going to come. It can come at literally any minute now. Um, and that that's the most stressful part because you just don't know. You don't know if it's going to be tomorrow or three weeks from now. Just like the rapture. It can happen. Just, just like the rapture. Well, and we will we'll talk about the rapture. Well, Aaron, we're sure sure. That, that baby is coming. So. Yeah, no, de- definitely, <laughs> definitely. Damn, Mike. Damn. <laughs> uh, so my Thanksgiving, um, very much a fine Thanksgiving. We uh, got to do the normal. We go to my parents' house. We have the white Thanksgiving early in the day, <laughs> and then we have the multicultural thanksgiving later that evening uh we we started off we have the traditional thanksgiving i don't know if you guys saw the uh the the facebook meme that kind of became popular this week it's like the white thanksgiving is uh four to ten people it's traditional it's your turkey your ham your uh your cranberry sauce blah 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 right and it's like also dogs and cats are allowed at the table that sort of thing. That's what we had. Uh, later that evening, we had the the quote Black Thanksgiving, which is <laughs> our cookie. Are you pulling up the the thing right now? I'm trying to find it right now. You go ahead, Aaron. <laughs> and uh, it, it is a list that is probably half a mile long of different foods. It is all damn day, and it is uh, whoever wants to come. And uh, there are no cats and dogs allowed at the table. That is exactly what my experience was on uh, Thursday. So uh, we did not have macaroni and cheese at the white Thanksgiving, but we did have a delicious Derek Addison cooked macaroni and cheese that evening. Cookie, are you still? I I did find this there. Did you see this? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. So Kraft macaroni and cheese versus uh, a delicious uh, handcrafted uh, artisan macaroni and cheese uh, later that evening. We did have collards. We did have fat back. We had all of the fixings. It was delicious. Uh, mm. The next day, uh, Derek got us, uh, and by us, I mean just Jasmine and I, some oysters. We ate half a bushel of oysters steamed in Derek's kitchen for a good three to four hours. We enjoyed talking with him, and I got to tell him all the different um wrestlers i was going to be meeting on saturday so we had a good time together and uh he was very much living vicariously through me much like cookie and mike uh yesterday 
So uh, now let's get to it. The main event, if you will, of the podcast. All right, so yesterday, Saturday, we got to travel once again to the, uh, would you say at a wrestling convention? Is that what you say, or a reunion? Uh, it's more so, is, uh, yeah, it's more so a reunion. A wrestling reunion. We weren't able to go last year uh, because it was canceled due to COVID, but the year before that, we got to go, and it ended up being this special moment in the podcast history. Well, we got to relive it yesterday. Me, Tolbert, and Travis, we met at my house early in the morning, loaded up, and we traveled the three and a half hours to Winston-Salem, North Carolina. On the way, we, we had to stop at the Hardee's. Uh, we, we got some delicious biscuits. I, I had a Frisco biscuit on the way, and uh, it, it was a delicious travel uh, accoutrement to add to our journey. Uh, we arrive at the convention center and we ended up going to the convention first and it ended up being just a lot like last year or, or two years ago, a very interesting assortment of professional wrestling fans and professional wrestlers. Tolbert, anything to yes. add at this first so, portion? And this year was much busier than uh, the previous year that we went. Um, a lot of, a uh, lot more wrestlers, a lot more People. This place was packed. It was sold out. Uh, you have probably had 5,000 people coming through there that day. I mean, we had FTR there. You had Dan House in there. You had Mick Foley. You had uh, Big Papa Pump was in the house. You had all your local favorites. You had the Dawson brothers. You had, I mean, all kinds of people from NWA, TNA, WWE, Tatanka was there. Uh, just, just some heavy hitters on the list. It was, it was really cool to see. It's always a little overwhelming when you walk into the convention center. Very you much know, so. Yeah, there's a lot of people. Um, you, you automatically see like five like of your childhood icons, you know, sitting there at a table. You don't quite know what to do or what move to make. But we usually, you know, we take a few victory laps. We talk to some people. You know, you see some people that have traveled. Um, that you've met in the past or know from other wrestling circles. So that's always a very fun aspect of it. Um, we always have to stop by George South's booth, talk to Mr. George South and get a T-shirt, get a grab bag, which I got, which I will be uh, reading off the contents of here in a little bit. Um, always a fun. If you're if you're at WrestleK, George South's mystery bags or boxes are not to be missed. It is a, is a highlighter of WrestleK. And as a, uh, a wrestling convention, obviously, uh, a lot of the sights, sounds, and even smells come from the wrestling fans. Yes. So, you know, you're walking around. A lot of, a lot of wrestling fans don't bathe. I, that's their prerogative to not bathe. A lot of wrestling fans are um, unkempt. So we, you, you get to kind of mingle with that. But you're also kind of observing all the other subgenres of wrestling fans. You're Which looking we at. talked about. You're, you're looking at the metalheads, which which Tolbert fit right in. The stoners, which Tolbert fit right in. Uh, the wrestling nerds, the wrestling elitists, which I feel like I'm a part of. 
and uh, uh, lots of other wrestling people. Uh, you can say rednecks. You can say the red. A lot of rednecks. A lot of rednecks. There. <laughs> we did this year. I did get a, a a beautiful picture of Dave Wills, who is the famous wrestling fan who told uh, Jim Cornette in a gymnasium in Sumter, South Carolina. It's still real to me, damn it. (laughs) So we got to see all the famous wrestling fans. It's a reunion for me as well, because a lot of people I get to see that I have not seen in years. uh, It it is for the, I would say, um, hardcore wrestling fans. This this whole event, you very much is very much is. And and you get that vibe right when you walk in. you're like these, you know, this is this is a special breed of wrestling fan. This is like <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> this is a hardcore of the hardcore. A lot of people, this is like their event for the year. Like you, they save all their money for it. Um, I saw guys with literally the huge like hockey bags. I'm sure you know what I'm talking about, Cookie, the big hockey yeah. Oh, yeah. duffel bags. Yeah. Multiple of them filled with action figures, right? Yes. And then they then they have um you know, they have folders for their signed photographs and then they have a schedule of like who's who, where's where, what action figure they're going to get signed, dude. And these guys, I saw multiple of these people, you know, like this is what yes. they do and they've been doing it all day long. It's crazy. I, don't, I don't know if they're trying to make money off of this. Maybe they're selling these, but I, I feel like a lot of these people, this goes to their collection. Oh, yeah. hundred percent. Yeah. I mean, you have some people, you have the guys like us that are goofing off, having a good time. And then you have these people who are like, don't get my fucking way. This is my day. Um, no <laughs> one will ruin it. <laughs> Holy fucking shit. <laughs> yes, Cookie. Um, how many people did you see wearing the like legit wrestling belts this year? Honestly, not as much as we usually do. Oh, wow. I'm surprised. Th- there was a good 10 to 15, but it, it, it usually there's a lot more. There was a lot of 24-7 champs yes. that we were tempted to roll up and uh, get that championship off them. This close, Cookie. This close to this dude that was in line with us. We were about to be the new 24-7 champs. We just couldn't find a ref. Yes. <laughs> and I mean, the only ref we could find was Earl Hebner, and you know he's a dirty ref anyway. Oh, yeah. Exactly. But, uh, uh, so, yeah. Yes. So, <laughs> I was just saying, it, it, it was a good time in general. We've... um you know, we got a good lunch. Um, you know, it's it was a beautiful, chilly day in Winston-Salem. You know, we walked around downtown a little bit. Um, I, I, have to, I have to say uh, half of our experiences probably came from uh, waiting in line at WrestleCade, wouldn't you yes. say, Aaron? Yeah, yeah. So I, I will say that um, WrestleCade for me is less about watching the wrestlers as a whole, I think it's it's mostly the more of the experience. A lot of my time at WrestleCade is trying to take pictures of wrestling fans that I hate immediately or wrestling fans that I find hilarious and with no social uh, boundaries and, and things like that. We, we got to see a lot of things like that. And, and being in line for probably about an hour and a half, more, it was more uh, like two hours. Being in line two hours, you got to experience a lot of, of wrestling fans. You overhear a lot of things. Uh, so we'll talk about that in one second. We did have very good lunch at uh, well, who's 
hot chicken was it it was some jimmy's some, hot, some chicken, hot shack chicken shack or, or something <laughs> what do i do what do i do right uh jimmy's chicken shack hot chicken shack in winston-salem north carolina we had some delicious hot chicken hot nashville style chicken it was very good and then uh we <laughs> while we're sitting there kane of all people walked in uh, but not the cane uh, that you, oh. Lynn Jacobs, but a overweight uh, Caucasian eight-year-old boy in a cane oh, costume, God. full leather costume, walked in, and the whole restaurant just stopped and looked <laughs> and said, "That's Kane." Mask it all. Uh, it's it's funny, Cookie. Yeah, mask it like, all. When you uh, when you go, sir, you're at this wrestling convention. All these fans are like, "Let's go get lunch." And there's all these places downtown, but when you go to get lunch all the restaurants are also filled with wrestling fans <laughs> and it's uh makes for even better people watching. And a lot of people don't understand the implications of this convention. A lot of people are like, Oh, there's a lot of wrestling fans in here right now. Uh, our waiter who seemed like a cool hip dude comes up to Tolbert and sees his weed eater hat, which weed eater is a, a sludge metal band, uh, a stoner metal from this area. Uh, pretty famous if you're into that sort of music. And he says, oh, Weed Eater, like the VeggieTales episode. And and Tolbert says, no, what? not at all like VeggieTales. <laughs> Nothing like VeggieTales. <laughs> what the fuck? What the hell? That's weird. That's yeah, fucking that... weird. What, what kind of grown man is going to even make a VeggieTales reference to another grown man? Uh, that grown man that waited yeah. on us yesterday at Jimmy's Chicken Shack. Aaron, I have to ask you, was the man of the hour that some people, some people call him this, the man of the hour, superhuman, was he there? He was not there this year. He was not able to afford it. Uh, mm. He was just $20 short uh, is what I've heard. Huh. But that $20 huh. uh, he could have made last year uh, or two years ago is the $20 he could have used to pay for his ticket this year. But some asshole stiffed him. It's a shame. We Stay looked out for him, though, Cookie. We looked out for him. We were gonna, we were gonna stiff him again. <laughs> <laughs> I definitely, I would have stiffed him again. Yes, but yes. Cookie, you know who we did not stiff this year? Who's that? That would be Mr. Dan Housen. Yes, <laughs> very nice, very evil. So it, it's fun. We walk up to Dan Housen's booth and, and we say, Dan Housen, we're not here to talk about professional wrestling. And he says, ah, OK, very nice. What do you want to talk about? And I said, The Simpsons, Dan Housen. Let's talk about The Simpsons. So we talked to him about The Simpsons for a little bit. And they were like, how much for a, a picture with all of us together? Ten dollars. Dan Housen is a man about the people. I love that. And, and that is amazing. He had, a, he had a nice line. There was lots of love for Dan Housen. He, he, he just broke his leg. His leg Housen is broken. Um, you know, so he's recovering. Um, you know, of course, the recent events with the Ring of Honor as well. But a lot of people showed up and showed much love for Dan Housen. I got the shirt, which is badass. I'm wearing it tonight to work. It's amazing. Yes, sir. Uh, yeah. I think it's the only person we took a picture with, actually. Yeah, it is honestly the only person we spent money on. Uh, it, I, we stood in line for FTR just so I could talk to FTR as a joke. And it's, <laughs> the guy, like the guy, their handler is like, uh, hey, do you have a receipt uh, for getting a picture or a, 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 an autograph with FTR? And Dax looks at him. He's like, yeah, this asshole's not going to spend any money with me. <laughs> <laughs> 
He, he tells the guy, and the guy's like, "What? What do you mean?" And then Cash is like, "What up, Barnum?" And we we got to talk to them for a good fifteen minutes before we moved on. Uh, we got Travis in connection with with uh, with Cash, and now they are going to be. Uh, I believe Travis is going to send him some artwork that he has made for FTR. He wants it on his wall, so it's going to be a kind of a cool thing that for uh cash wheelers uh collection so i think that that's, that's pretty awesome. cool that's awesome man but i have to ask though wait wait real quick aaron big papa pump did anybody get close to him this year did anybody take a picture with big papa and we we got close to him but we did not interact with him we've been there done that um you know um you know who we did get close to though cookie who's that Tober? mr buff bagwell <laughs> <laughs> The stuff, buff the stuff. I, did you I did, uh, did you give him his condolences? Your, no, or your condolences? No, no, he was apparently he was being a dickhead to the Dawson brothers. They, they told us they're like he's being an asshole. Apparently he was uh, he was drinking early and not being very nice. <laughs> and the Dawsons are like, we're about to beat this guy's ass. Oh, he's just dealing with grief, man. Like everybody goes through stages and loss differently. Mike, yeah, he didn't I, look like he was grieving. He did not look like his mother died in the last <laughs> you imagine, seven days. Imagine your mother dying, and then you have to go spend your entire weekend with 5,000 wrestling fans. Smelly wrestling fans. Well, Mike, uh, that's the thing, though. Not many people are coming to see him. <laughs> Do you know what the saddest thing? I And, and we're going to tell you this. The wrestling, the, the wrestlers are in two separate convention portions of, uh, like, conference rooms uh, a, a large conference room um for a lot of the the mid-tier wrestlers and then the big wrestlers like big names like mick foley uh kurt angle some of the bigger names are kind of uh put in another part of the conference room kind of separated uh buff bagwell was situated in between them on a hallway that nobody walks into <laughs> I do not Damn. believe that Buff Bagwell got a lot of money uh, from wrestling fans this weekend. Mm. So, yeah, it, it was very sad. So, so now that we're, we're kind of wrapping up the convention, we get to tell you a little bit about some of the other events uh, that we went to. I mean, we that's go, the main event. The, the main event. So we go eat our chicken lunch. Uh, I have to go make a quick run to the Mass General Store, which is but a block away from the convention center because they have barrels of candy. I am notorious for getting barrels of candy put into a bag. And uh, so I can have something to snack on during professional wrestling events. Uh, so all of my concentration goes into that. It's, it's much like a, a movie theater vibe uh, when you're eating popcorn. I like to eat uh, flavored Tootsie Rolls and bit of honeys. That, that's my vice. So we get Aaron, that. Yes. Real quick. You wrote a 22 page essay once about how much you hate wrestling fans. 24 page. Oh, I apologize. I, I apologize. Mike, hey. Mike, you need to redo that tweet then. Cause you wrote 22. You wrote a 24 page essay on how much you hate wrestling fans. Aaron, can you tell us a little bit about your outfit? Uh, I, and I don't, I don't see that this outfit was uh, not unlike anything I wear every day in my life i don't understand why why this big to we're not, we're, not was made. we're not saying we're not saying that you were only a wrestling fan on saturday you are 
a wrestling fan and that is part of your persona and how you approach life. So I had a, uh, you know, my jeans, my my nice Hoka uh, hiking boots because I knew it was going to be a long day of walking and and traversing the uh, Benton Hall Convention Center. I also had a fanny pack on. (laughs) Your luchador fanny pack. My luchador fanny pack uh, full of my accoutrements like my asthma inhaler and my nasal Mm -hmm. spray. Mm -hmm. And uh, then I had a uh, NFTR T-shirt on a uh, a nice flannel above it because it was a a cool 45 degrees in Winston-Salem yesterday. And uh, also my Stone Cold Steve Austin middle fingers hat. And your luchador mask. Yes. Which is not, it is a COVID mask. It is not a actual luchador mask mask. Correct. Yeah. So I, maybe I did look like a wrestling fan. Okay. That that's, I, I looked like one. I, I fit the part yesterday. That's okay. I'm, I'm just making a statement. Carry on Aaron. Go ahead. So we get in line. We're all prepared to get in line and we were going to take shifts. The line was long as hell. It went through multiple convention centers and also wrapped around. The line was atrocious. I will tell you that. And we felt like we got in line probably two hours earlier than we got in line last time. <laughs> so we're waiting in line. Uh, we're going to take shifts. If anybody had to pee, one, one of them could leave as long as the person in line was still there. We get in line and all of a sudden a woman and a rascal drives by and a boy who is her grandson runs up and yells, my meemaw, meemaw, that man, that man over there called me a son of a bitch. <laughs> this kid is probably like seven. Seven-year-old boy with a very country accent. Sounds a lot like a young Tolbert. Meemaw, that man called me a son of a bitch. Mima had nothing to do with that. She didn't care. She just she wanted to get it. in line. Mima knows all that. Meanwhile, Barnum, Travis, and I were trying not to laugh uncontrollably in this kid's face. <laughs> well, you, you get to hear all sorts of wrestling conversations around you, and I'm just like, I fucking hate every single one of you. Um, we're standing in line. We got to see our boy Danny Singleton. Danny, you're looking great after your, uh, your gastric bypass. You're looking good. Danny was actually with us at uh, quarantine, sat behind us, and the entire time was complimenting Cookie. Yes, yes, yes. I do remember that. So, Danny, Danny, very, very much good to see a familiar face in line. Also in line, uh, we're, we're standing in line, and a man in a uh, what could be described as a sequined jacket walks up to us, and a beautiful... Um, tuft of white hair uh, done in a mullet style. Beautiful mullet. Davenport? Uh, not Davenport, but Ricky oh. Morton. Ricky oh! Morton. <laughs> oh, close. One half of the famed Rock and Roll Express. He comes up to me and Tolbert and Travis in line and says, hey, boys, hey, what time does this show start? And me, you know, I'm, I'm, I laugh about it. It's what like, I felt like it was a dad joke of one of those like, hey, I'm here, like when are we getting it going sort of thing, you know? And I'm like, ha ha ha. And he's like, no, man, I don't know when this fucking show starts and I'm on first. <laughs> I gotta get my bag. <laughs> what? I'm like, <laughs> what? Why did he choose you guys? 
out of everybody we were by that's the in escalator. Line. We, we were by we, the escalator. Yeah. The point we, like, we the point we made it in line was the escalator with the talent would go up to the locker room. So gotcha. yes. Um <laughs> I just I, I can see Ricky Morton just in his head going, Man, I hate fucking wrestling fans. <laughs> These three look kind of normal. <laughs> Yeah, and and we're like, oh my god, that was Ricky Morton. Oh my god, Ricky Morton didn't know what time the show starts. <laughs> and he's on first. And he's on first. <laughs> Jesus. So we wait in line for those two hours, and then we finally get into uh, the arena. Great setup, thousands of chairs. This this arena was legit sold out. Uh, we get in pretty early, and uh, we're able to find some good seats. Tolbert. And they were they were they were better than good seats, and you know after the last time we went, we went a little late, and we strolled right in, and we sat at the very very back row of seats, or to the point where we could stand up on the seats and no one was behind us, and we could actually see the show. So we, we see a grouping of seats, and we said, "Hey, Varden, let's go around and sit on the entrance side." We got third row seats to WrestleCade. It was awesome. We're high fiving each other, having drinks, we're like. Nothing could ruin these seats until a very uh, short, stocky redneck man sits down right in front of me and throws his shoulder over the back of the chair, looks around to me and just starts talking a mile a minute and name dropping um, wrestling promoters and wrestlers and all kinds of stuff. I'm like, oh, well, obviously this guy's well-versed. so I talked to him for a little bit and I said, Hey man, you know, cool. Got glad to be here. We've been here before. Can't wait for the dark match. We're really uh, excited to see our boys, the Dawson brothers. They're from my hometown. Uh, they uh, live in, in Wilmington uh, for a, a moment as well. Like the local boys were here to support them and uh, cheer them on their boys. And he goes, fuck the Dawson brothers. Oh, I hate wow. them. <laughs> no, oh, wow. Whoa. Immediately, uh, Immediately. We, we knew where we stood with these wrestling fans that maybe uh, <laughs> they were not a fan of a, a lot of the wrestlers that we were fans of. Yeah. So we're like, this is this is going to be interesting. I thought that was going to be the end of the conversation. He proceeds to tell me how uh, Zane Dawson did him wrong and went after him one night and just keeps telling all these stories, saying how they did George South dirty. They didn't need to do George South dirty like they did a couple weeks ago. Unfortunately, the Dawson's did turn on George South uh, and it had a pretty long-term relationship, but this guy was not having it. Um, Aaron at one point leans over to me and goes, uh, this guy thinks all this shit's real. <laughs> <laughs> I was just like, nodding. I'm like, yeah, brother, he's giving you heat. That's his fucking job. <laughs> no, like legit. Like, like th- there was a thought, line of um, kayfabe that that they did not know existed. It, it was it was it was mind blowing. Um, and shit, if they did not give some the Dawson some heat when they came out, it was uh, it was what uh, four man tag match. It, yeah, so the the Dawson brothers and uh, I, I can't remember who they were with, but white they went against White Mike and uh, a couple guys. Had a fun dark match to kind of kick off the the uh, our our activities that night. 
It was a great and, uh, match, actually. It was fun. It, it was a, it was a very fun match. We we've got a picture of Tolbert giving Zane Dawson the finger and saying, "I had to give him a little heat, you know." Yeah, fuck the Dawsons. Like I, I love those guys, but you know, I I I'm a good wrestling fan. I boo the heels. I cheer for the good guy. Anyway, so we we get into it. I I will want to say I do want to say one thing, and I know Tolbert. I I don't know if you want to bring this up, but. There was a very special moment. Uh, Tolbert's friend who passed away this year. Yeah. Um, Justin, big wrestling fan. We got to hang out with him last Wrestlecade. Uh, his friends had a seat reserved for him, ticket. It was a very special thing. So there was yes. an empty seat uh, for Justin. Yeah, they, they bought tickets. Uh, you know, these guys are huge wrestling fans. They go to many, many indie shows. And we, we had such a fun time at Wrestlecade together last year before last we're like hey guys we're, we're doing this every year um and they they had vip seats you know um right before he passed away so they said hey you know we're gonna keep the seat empty for him so we got to see uh chuck and sean um and we got a little picture together you know with us around his empty seat but uh yeah kept one empty for him man so i know he was there with us in spirit and he would have loved that show yeah, that was that was a moment that I actually got a little emotional before the the show. I'm like, wow, that's that's actually like a special thing to to do for somebody, and and I know uh, Justin would have loved it. So yeah, cheers to him. So we go into the actual wrestling uh, event, and uh, we we had some fun matches. Uh, Tolbert was getting annoyed with the man in front of us uh, the entire time. He would not stop talking to me, man. I was Jeez. like, brother, I'm trying to enjoy these matches. Like, these are awesome matches. Stop talking to me. <laughs> and beside us, uh, I don't know if, if Mike got to see this, but uh, uh, what, what was our, our friend from the Fayetteville show? That, that Oh, yeah. So we're, we're sitting there and we're interacting with these people that have already uh, expressed their distaste in the Dawson brothers. Uh, they're, they're talking to us a mile a minute in Mike walks, our friend Doug that we sat down beside down in Fayetteville wearing his Dawson brothers hoodie. What he are the chances? Little, I know he comes in a little late and, and where we are sitting too is you kind of have to go around the whole arena around the ring. You know, it's, you kind of stink around this maze to get there. We got awesome seats and we're sitting there and he plops down right beside us. And I look up and go, Holy shit. I was like, Doug from uh, SmackDown and Fayetteville. He's like, oh, hell yeah. And it's funny because this guy lives in Wilmington as well. So, wow. you know, the fact that we've run into him at these wrestling events is hilarious. But uh, Doug's our new buddy. We got a picture with Doug. Uh, we're going to hang out sometime, Doug. What, uh, <laughs> when did the guy in front of you do his outfit changes? Uh, this this was right around this time. This is right okay. around this time. The the matches are, are starting to come out. This guy is uh, very uh, excited for uh, who was he excited for? Colby Carino. Uh, and CW. CW. Oh yes, <laughs> that's Anderson. Really, like, so he was very excited for CW. He's a Jeez. big CW Anderson fan, and uh, maybe my favorite quote of the night from Zane Dawson is that guy's so dumb he doesn't even know how to spell CW. <laughs> God he said dude. this to him. He said this to him while he was standing uh, on the ring apron. Because this guy would rush the barricade every entrance. This guy would rush the barricade and stand in front of people that have paid like hundreds of dollars for seats to the point where they're getting pissed off. 
And he's leaning over the barricade, giving him heat. He's throwing up the CW sign. Yeah, it was beautiful. Zane's like, you can't even spell CW. <laughs> and, and they were giving him some real heat, and the Dawsons were giving it right back to him. It was it was amazing to watch. It was true art. This guy had a great family, too. It was a nice family of four. Um, his son, uh, his daughter, who we also think maybe was his son's girlfriend, who we also don't know how old she was. She looked 12 years old and acted oh, 12 years old. But had a tattoo, and uh, we we we're still unsure of the age of this girl. Yeah. It's somewhere between twelve and thirty six. Is the range? Oh, we couldn't quite figure it out. Uh, the debt, the son. Um, you know how when you're a kid, you kind of dress how your parents dress you. You know, you kind of you know I'm gonna dress like my dad, and you grow out of that phase. You get the, your own style. Uh, this this kid did not. He's like I'm gonna dress just like my daddy. I'm going to wear my NASCAR racing shirt. Tuck it, it in. It wasn't even NASCAR. It was like local <laughs> regional racing <laughs> shirt. Yeah, it was like an ARCA shirt. Tucked into my Wranglers with my cell phone clip and my uh, my weird shoes. So, yeah, and it, it was, uh, yeah, and they all had AML hats on. Big AML fans. And, and, and more power to them. AML is a great wrestling local promotion. Uh, anyways, the, the matches begin. We get to see some fun matchups. What was the first match? Oh, the first match was uh, the Rock and Roll Express against uh, the Bollywood Boys. Uh, you're in rural North Carolina. Of course, the Bollywood Boys, uh, not a big fan base uh, in, in North Carolina. Let's say they got some heat. Got some heat. The Rock and Roll Express looked great. Fun matchup. Uh, very fun. The rock and roll one, of course, we got to see Ricky. Ricky made it to his match in time. Anyways, uh, we, we go to the next matchup. I, I don't remember what that was, but uh, it was good. Fandango, Actually, I, I, I believe. The whole card Fandango, Fandango and Caprice Coleman, I believe, was the second yes, matchup. It was. Good matchup. Fandango uh, wrestled 15 years uh, in the WWE system. Had a match against Caprice Coleman. <clears throat> Reese Coleman, been around North Carolina wrestling and also uh, Ring of Honor and, and national promotions like that. We then go on a very fun trios matchup. Uh, we, we had uh, Rich Swan, a, a new guy I'm not sure of, and now uh, Timmy Lou Retton, our boy, got to wrestle three uh, very athletic kids that Kobe Carino was one of them. Yes. Fun, spotty little matchup uh, that, that we got to see. And then we start getting into to more of the, the other part of the card. Uh, PCO against Redbeard. Yes, yes. I, I did not know Redbeard was on the card. This is a matchup I was unaware of. And when his music hit and he came out, I was on my th feet, throwing up the horns, uh, holler. And that was, I was, I was very excited for that matchup. And uh, it proved to be a pretty brutal match for the most part. <laughs> we, uh, we got to see PCO. Um, kill himself and then come back to life <laughs> multiple times, much like the Frankenstein like character that he is based on. It is. Yes. He took a brutal spot off the top rope. Uh, he does. What does he do? A moonsault off the top rope. And it's he like lands, a swanton. A swanton. Yeah. And he lands pretty much neck first onto the apron. It oh, was a brutal God. spot. I posted it on the Instagram. If you want to see it, go to our, uh, Instagram, we have a little clip uh, at $2 stake underscore. <laughs> you can see PCO nearly die. 
at this point, I believe the fans uh, in front of us were, were really annoying the front row fans. The front row fans were having a little tiff and told them to sit down and not come back. They got a little huffy and puffy that they got told what to do. Anyways, we go to the next uh, batch of matchups. We, we had a little battle royal. Um, always fun to see all the, the wrestlers of, of old and, and young come together. Uh, there's always some surprises during that. Um, all of a sudden, Sandman, uh, Inner Sandman by Metallica starts playing. And we're, we cringe at it because we know last time Sandman was there, he made some comments about women's wrestling that maybe were not PC uh, and not uh, right. So we were a little scared that Sandman was, was coming back out. Uh, and all of a sudden, Hornswoggle appears at the apron, and it's Hornswoggle. <laughs> with a cane and a cigarette in his mouth. And he comes out through oh. the crowd. <laughs> and this is the big clearing of the ring spot. Uh, Hornswoggle goes in with his, with his Singapore cane and starts bashing the heads of everybody and, and knocking people out, clearing some of the ring. And all of a sudden, New Jack's music hits. What? What? Yeah, natural born killers? Yes. New Jack is dead, though. We get the video package. We get everything. We get the the full nine. And who is it? But C.W. Anderson, right? Oh God, damn it! <laughs> it is a new Jack tribute, and I thought that I was not going to enjoy it. But C.W. Anderson did so well in in this tribute. It it was, it was awesome. He did all the was. moves. It was. It was. How it was, annoying was the guy in front of you at that point? He lost his shit. Of course, he did. <laughs> uh, of course, he did. I, I don't think this guy would have been a fan that. of New Jack. If New Jack was there, he probably would have said some words that maybe would would have gotten uh, this fan canceled. Uh, this this guy maybe not the the most uh, g- you know good at racial relations. This guy in front of us, I feel that he was a very backwood redneck. But the C.W. Anderson spot was great. Uh, we had a fun battle royal, and then. After this match clears out, the greatest professional wrestling thing in history hits, and it is time, one, for George South. Can you give me a little bar of of the beginning of his song? Just a small-town girl living in a lonely world. (laughs) It it is a very special moment. Uh, The entire arena sang along with Journey. Yeah. Now, me personally... I've heard that song way too many times working in a bar. I hate that song. It, I cringe to the sound of it. I've heard too many white girls Same. screaming at the top of their fucking lungs. Same. But when George South comes out to that song, uh, I, I got chills. <laughs> the entire arena uh, coming out to uh, singing along with it was a very special moment. We got to see him uh, wrestle Heath Slater. Heath Slater, of course, has got kids. You know, I've got kids. But then all of a sudden you hear George South say, you know what? I've got grandkids. And then that was uh, the, 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 uh, the crux of that matchup. So it was a very was, fun was, matchup between the was, two. Before the match, we were talking about the George South match, and we were talking about how we love George's promos. He's infamous for his 10-minute promos before he even takes his jacket off. And Vardy mentioned, he's like, how much you want to bet before he even says a word, he's going to say, I've got grandbabies. <laughs> George South grabs the mic and the first thing he says, I got grandbabies, uh, which which eventually the whole thing of it all led to a they've got kids chant. <laughs> 
A- at one point I said, George, kill him and his wife could be a, <laughs> a single mother. And then everybody's like, oh, that's not right. You, you shouldn't have said that. And I'm like, well, I mean, like, it's wrestling chance. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Sorry. Aaron, did you get canceled at WrestleCade? I think I did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Damn. Anyways, George South goes over a great matchup between the two. Very fun. Uh, let's move on to the next match, I believe, was was it Enzo, Amore, and yeah. Matt Hardy. Uh, go ahead, Tolbert. It, it was a good one. Um it was good to see. It was good to see uh, uh, either one of the Hardy Boys live. It's a, it's a treat. Um, not the biggest Enzo fan. I think he's uh, a literal piece of shit. Uh, <laughs> but but honestly, it was the match was a lot better than I thought it was going to be. The crowd was super into it. Of course, delete chance. Um, Enzo actually cut a pretty good promo. I'll give him that. Enzo he, cuts a good promo. He he asked the entire crowd, "Do y'all even know any other key uh, keys on the keyboard?" He's like, uh, there's tab. How you Delete. doing? Delete. Asterisk. How Delete. you doing? <laughs> Three. How you doing? But yeah, of course, after every key, the crowd That's was clever. Delete. <laughs> That's clever. I like. That. He went through like 15 keys of the keyboard. I think he ended number five. Delete. <laughs> <laughs> but also during the match, um. There was a lady with a GoPro camera on standing right in front of me, and she had a little baby on her chest. I was like, why does that cute little baby look so familiar? And it was Matt Hardy's wife and his new son. I follow him on the Instagram, and, you know, he posts family's pictures all the time. It was Reby. Uh, yeah, she was filming the match uh, with uh, the next generation of Hardy boys. Uh, but fun match, fun matchup. Uh, of course, of course, uh, Matt Hardy won. At one point, Enzo jumped on the turnbuckle, looked directly at Tolbert, and Tolbert jumped out of his seat with two middle fingers and yelled, fuck you, Enzo. <laughs> and Enzo looking at Tolbert's like, yeah, what are you going to do about it? No, fuck you. <laughs> Tolbert. I, I do not. not I hate Enzo. <laughs> so how many, beer, how many beers deep are we at this point? So, Cookie, here's the thing. They had a very shitty beer selection. You know, I was thinking maybe they'll have some foothills, you know, but they had a liquor bar. So me and Travis were drinking rum and cokes the whole time. Nice. <clears throat> Meaning that Aaron had to drive home. Of course. Yes. <laughs> of course. The entire way. <clears throat> Anyways, uh, we get to the time of the main event. A very special matchup. On paper, it is Buddy Matthews. Or no, Buddy Murphy against Malachi Black. Very good. Bo- both of these competitors have had awesome matches against each other. A very special uh, match on paper, and they didn't disappoint. I I was I was the good wrestling fan. Whenever I wanted to go get pictures, I crouched down. I was like, hey, am I blocking your view? I was being very nice to the people in the front row. Hey, I'm just going to take a picture, and I'm back. I got my picture, went back. This lady grabs me by the arm and says, hey, honey, I'm not going to be able to sit in my front row seat for this last match. I got to go help sell T-shirts. You want to take my seat during this match? And I'm like, hell yes. I get to be a front row uh, viewer of of Buddy against Malachi, and I got to sit there. I'm sorry I left Tolbert and Travis. Yeah, we looked around, and we realized Vardum's gone. And I was like, hey, Travis, where's Vardum? He goes, oh, he's over there in the front row. (laughs) You son of a bitch. (laughs) So I got a front row seat for that. Got some great pictures, um, some great videos. 
incredible matchup, man. Those two guys really together are Dude. a special, special match. They kick the shit out of each other. I mean, spin kicks, uh, so chain wrestling. We saw some high flying stuff, man. Just power moves left and right. These guys were really connecting with some punches. Uh, it was it was a phenomenal match. It was so good. I bought the main event T-shirt. He he bought the T-shirt. <laughs> I'm also a, a Malachi Black Park. So, <laughs> uh, and and, uh, and I'm going to tell you, we we had a great time. Um, you know, I, I made the observation yesterday to the boys. Um, give I I love five star matches just like anybody else. I love a good competitive wrestling match. That I feel is great. But give me an old school Southern match where there's only three moves. Nobody leaves their feet and they're just getting heat like a George South or a rock and roll express match. I really, I appreciate that too. And I feel that that's some next level, you know, a good, somebody's a good professional wrestler. If they can handle a match like that and be able to make that entertaining, Uh, being in an area where everybody is a hardcore wrestling fan it sucks, but the energy from that is a special thing. I, I was very yeah. much in the moment uh, yesterday during the the entire thing. Very, very special WrestleCade uh, moments yesterday. Yeah, in fact, the, like the biggest pops you hear are for Rock and Roll Express, George South, like two biggest crowd pops for entrances for sure. Uh, besides, like Thunder Rosa. Yeah, everybody loves Thunder Rosa. Oh, I forgot about that. We had a Thunder Rosa match. We, yeah, we did get to see uh, Thunder Rosa in a three-way, fatal, fatal three-way, three-way match, <laughs> whatever. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I, it, I really like the Thunder Rosa match. Oh, I bet. <laughs> I would have too. All right, for our closing two segments, uh, Tolbert, I believe, uh, so we're going to end with your haiku, but before we end with the haiku, uh, we, we are going to open up the George South mystery bag and uh, we're, we're going to just absorb uh, the mystery assortment of wrestling memorabilia that George South has given us. Can, I, can I, we I, start I by we... asking, how much did you pay for this? All right. So it is a, a George South does $10 mystery boxes every WrestleCade. So 10 bucks, 10 bucks cash. You get uh, seven items, I think. I don't know. You never know, but he does it every year. And apparently it's some of the... Um, some of the wrestlers and some WrestleCade veterans. It's one of their favorite pieces of merch from WrestleCade. So oh, uh, very uh, much so. It's it's yeah, just so, a bunch of weird stuff. Uh, and Vardom, uh, the, the very first thing you, you see when you open up the uh, the bag is a copy <laughs> of uh, the new, a travel version of the New Testament. Bible. Along with Psalms and Proverbs. Those are two with very Psalms important and Old Testament. And uh, usually with, uh, with, George South's merchandise, you get Chick Tracks, which we were looking through the bag. We, we couldn't find the Chick Track. I found it uh, tucked inside the Bible here. We've got the famous George South Chick Tracks telling you how he is a professional wrestler. He's wrestled for thousands in front of thousands of people and how shitty his life was before Jesus, all the battles he's had, and now he has found Jesus and devoted his life to him. Thank you, Mr. George South. He also preaches a, a WrestleCade sermon the following Sunday. Uh, we, the, we, we, we unfortunately had to leave last night. Yeah. So we weren't able so, to. Now that we got the that out of the way, uh, we have a pack of Jeff Hardy playing cards. Jeff, which, ooh. Is, 
some TNA impact Jeff Hardy playing cards. Um, I was going to say, maybe I should keep these in the shrink wrap. They might be worth something someday. They won't be. I don't think so. <laughs> All right. And then we have a, um, I guess this is an old school um, postcard of Mr. Jim, oh. the anvil, Nightheart. That's actually kind of cool. You can give that to Lynn. I'm going to hang it up at work. Yes. Um, it's a freakishly uh, similar uh, presence as uh, one of my good friends. All right. Well, we, we got a flyer for George South Wrestling School, of course. You want to learn how to wrestle? Go to Charlotte. Look up George South Pro Wrestling School. He's going to smarten you up. That's actually kind of awesome. Yeah. Well, also, this is – uh, we should have played this. We missed a good opportunity to play this on the way back home. We didn't. We did but- not. Oh, yes, you did. TNA's, all the entrance songs. Uh, TNA Meltdown. Music from uh, TNA Wrestling, Volume 2. Love We've it. got 19 tracks on here, man. We've got, uh, let's see. We've got uh, who, we got Dudley's on here. we got all kinds of stuff. Kurt Angle, um, all, all kinds of stuff. Uh, Pac-Man Jones. Oh, yeah, love it. Nothing, nothing but bangers. On we're we're sending right that to Denver, Colorado. Yes, Love it. Did, I did get uh, a, a headshot or a, a photograph of the Mr. Number One, Paul Jones, holding holding the belt right there. This is probably from circa, I don't know, seventy eight original original NWA days. Yeah, that, that, see, I think that's pretty cool itself. We've got an AML promotional poster from two thousand nineteen. Uh, looked like a pretty big event. Look, we got George South on there. We got the Dawsons on there. We got all kind of local Carolina talent. Look at that. Cool. And one of my uh, <laughs> this is in a boxing video for YouTube. <laughs> one of my favorites. And I was like, what? What is this? This is an actual photograph. This is a glossy print uh, of Wendy Richter. And and I, I, I wanna I, I wanna know how George South got a hold of of did he take this picture himself of I don't Wendy know, Richter? But I was like I saw it, I was like, hey, this looks like a very old, like an actual picture, like someone took on a Kodak camera and got it developed. And it is, it even has the Kodak watermarks on the back. It's nice and glossy and thick. Someone took this and developed it. I think George was just going through stuff and he was like, Oh, I got these old pictures, I'll throw them in here, buddy. Um can I get you to do something, Talbert? Yes, what? For your daughter, uh, can I get you to sneak that picture into one of your your mother's old photo books? <laughs> and while your, your daughter is looking through the photo books, <laughs> you tell her that that is her grandmother. I will. Uh, I, that's a great idea. But <laughs> there's always some kind of poster or flag in these boxes. Uh, there's usually an action figure. I was hoping for an action figure, but... I guess this is the next best thing. We, oh, I don't my God. Know. We have a, a flag of Madison Ryan. It Rain. Madison Ryan. Rain. Look, look at that. Ooh. Yeah, Cookie. You is like that, that going up in, in the shed? Is, is yeah. that going up in Mike's uh, man shed is the question. <laughs> I think I want to put it up in my shed closet thing there. I don't know what else to do with it. Um, I'm sure Katie would love to have that hanging front and center in the. Part uh, said I should send it to Bubba Ray Dudley. Yeah, it, they just broke up. That's the yeah. sad thing. But uh, mm-hmm. yeah, well, that's it. It was a pretty good grab bag. Going to do it again next year. 
Uh, you got to every year. It, it is a uh, just a, a bunch of stuff that George has, has found over his many years of wrestling. Oh, and it is. It all came in a, a TNA impact. Uh, what, what do you call these? Like sport cleat bags or whatever. Yeah. So now yeah, yeah. I can we'll say, a, we'll say a, a kit bag. Yeah, I can put my rugby gear in my TNA bag now. All right. Well, that's that. And now let, let's finish this up. We, we've got a, a beautiful uh, WrestleCade haiku written by one Tolbert. All right. <clears throat> Shirtless kayfabe dad. <laughs> AML Adams family. <laughs> hey, Ricky made it. Hey, there's Ricky. <laughs> I will say one thing. We did call um, Zane Dawson after the match. We're like, Zane, th- these guys, th- there's this group. They go to every AML show. They hate you. What- what's up with that? And he's like thinking about it. And immediately he says, oh, are you talking about the slow family? <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> we were on speaker in the car. We were on speaker on the car. And of oh, course, we God. all just busted out laughing. So we swapped some stories. I told them how much uh, heat they got from the family, uh, which they really appreciated. Um, he's but, like, I yeah, hate the slow family. <laughs> they gave us some real, <laughs> real insight on that. Oh man, I could have, I could have done a full shoot promo on them today, and I chose not to because you're the bigger man. I'm the bigger man, and also, I mean, honestly, where would some of these promotions, smaller promotions, be without people like that? <laughs> so, so uh, thank you. <laughs> Uh, slow family for for being a part of our experience yesterday you you made a very very happy uh group of wrestling fans tolbert can you at some point please post the picture of the dejected steelers fan i believe the steelers are are they losing right now they're getting dog walked yeah so at this point is a good point to post that steelers fan and also tag wrestlecade yeah, also, uh, just keep a lookout. We've got a ton of photos and videos. I don't want to just dump them all at once. So <laughs> just keep a lookout on Twitter and Instagram all week. We're going to be uh, posting a lot of those pictures throughout the week. At number two, dollar stake underscore on Twitter and Instagram. Make sure to DM us when Tolbert doesn't follow through. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to follow through. I got, I got a shitload of pictures. Yeah, Kevin. Kevin, our, our fan uh, that, that lives in... Kentucky, if, if we do not follow through, and which I, I have promised Kevin a T-shirt, and I told him I was going to get it to him. Mike, what is my uh, my my notorious trait about myself? Well, I, sorry, you broke up there for a second, but I can tell you that you are terrible at following through, particularly when it comes to mailing shit out. Yes. So, I, uh, Kevin, uh, you will be getting your T-shirt at some point. I will. I promise Jesus, I'll send dude. it out. God damn it, again. Thank you for listening to a very special episode of uh, $2 Steak, a pro wrestling podcast.